Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So this evening, I've got a new new guest co-host for you. And uh, before I bring this, I like to go ahead and just say powerful lady on because uh, she's got some crazy background for you. I just want to remind you guys, the power of podcasting, uh, the only thing I ask for you as a new listener and an existing listener is please share. Okay, I don't have uh, paid advertisers for a reason. I want to give you guys quality content so you can enjoy our guest co-hosts and their powerful messages they bring us. So please share, please review, and that's all I'm going to say. So without further ado, your new guest co-host for this evening, she's the founder and CEO of Nectar Consulting. She's also the co-author, not just a regular author, a co-author of the best-selling book, Breakthrough Healing. And uh, let me tell you guys, she's been working for over 25 years with executives and entrepreneurs, and she's got intuitive insights and strategic business savvy. I like business savvy. We talk about this a lot on the show to help you guys get more success. Uh, But from an author to speaker to executive coach, rapid transformational hypnotherapist. Yeah, I went there. Okay. So without further ado, let's bring her on. Our guest co-host for today, Michelle Molitor. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Scott. I'm so happy to be here with you and uh, all your listeners. Yes, and Rapid Transformational Hypnotherapist, because I had to close out with that one. A mouthful of powerful words here. So let's (laughs) dive right in. What is up with that? That is some amazing stuff, let me tell you. Um, So I have been an executive coach for over 17 years, Scott, and I have been trained and certified in a variety of modalities up and down around again because, yes, I'm You do have a lot of letters behind your name, CPCC, PCC, RTT. So, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a a little bit of an overachiever maybe. I don't know. Oh, then Um, you're welcome on this show. We We like to push for it. Yes. Um, And, you know, we all have those stuck spots, right? Those little places that hold us back, that keep us spinning in circles. And despite all of my training and working with amazing coaches and and teachers all around the world throughout my career, um, there were still a few stuck spots. And I discovered the work of um, Marissa Peer, a world-renowned therapist, about two and a half years ago and did some work with her. And it was so profoundly transformative for me Hmm. in a matter of weeks. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. So when she started training people in her modality called rapid transformational therapy, I was like, pick me, (laughs) right? So I went on to get trained and certified in this modality, um, which is quite amazing. It's a unique blend of um, cognitive behavioral therapy, neuro-linguistic programming, and hypnotherapy. Hmm. And... I took all that in and have combined it with my coaching into my rapid rewiring process. So the, the RTT, the shorthand for rapid transformational therapy is all about helping you get at those limiting beliefs in your subconscious really quickly and eliminating them and then literally reprogramming your brain, reprogramming and instilling new neural pathways in your mindsets so you can move forward really powerfully, really fast. Well, 
let's be real, nowadays, especially here in the USA especially, uh, a few of us do like to just skip over things and move as quick as possible. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> we have we're, We are in at least the world here in the USA. We do have international listeners, but we are guilty as a country to uh, be a little overachieving, uh, impatient, and wanting everything now. Uh, so just this, a wee bit. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like you really hit a niche uh, that's beneficial here. Now, would you say, I know this is a different branding, but how does this connect over in the peak performance coaching world? Because they talk a lot about neurolinguistics and reprogramming and obviously mindset work, right? Yep, absolutely. Well, it's, it segues perfectly. I mean, in peak performance, there's a lot of mental conditioning that goes on, not only the physical conditioning, the, the visualization, seeing yourself, um, you know, getting that perfect shot, whatever that might be. And so this is a form of that with um, the hip that combined with the hypnosis, which helps eliminate the, the limiting beliefs, the mental blocks, the barriers, um, even physical um, conditions. I've been able to help people eliminate things they've been dealing with 15, 20, 30, 40 years inside of a month. Well, there's been a lot of research, valid research that I've also researched, um, just proving the power of the mind over the body and how a lot of chronic conditions that are physically manifesting are often driven uh, by the mind. Am I wrong on this? Absolutely. No, you're absolutely correct. It's, it blows my mind when I work with clients because it, the, the physical manifestations that they're dealing with are nine times out of 10 based on decisions that they made about themselves when they were itty bitty. Hmm. Right. Um, here's a great example. I had a client that I recently worked with who had been suffering from, um, IBS inflammatory bowel syndrome, hmm. right for f almost 15 years. And um, she was 14 when it started hmm. and she was in high school and she was playing basketball and her father happened to be her coach. And he would literally say things to her like, you're the shits, I can't believe you did that. You messed that shot up, you did this, that. And he would say that to her and it physically manifested in her body as IBS that went on for 15 years, which is now pretty much complete after 30, 40 days. So him being the coach and father, a double influence in her life manifested basically her, her stress and discomfort with his lack of confidence in her athletic ability is what for her manifested by this. Basically, I mean, let's be real. Stress is tied to so many things in the body as well. But normally when I hear about sure. IBS, I, I, I'm automatically, because I'm the health and nutrition nutball, I'm automatically thinking about what can we do to cut sugars, cut grains, help the, 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 the gut bacteria heal, you know, remove, right. remove the inflammatory properties that we're possibly putting into the body. But right. in, your, in your, your example here, which let's be real, that was probably also something else that should have been looked at too. But And she was. Yeah. I mean, she felt really she ate she eats really cleanly. Okay. And she has a clean diet um, because she's been dealing with this for a really long time. Hmm. And so that's what's so fascinating is when you can create that mind-body connection, you can understand, oh, this is what I decided about myself. See, there's that part of your brain called the amygdala, Scott. Yes. I like to call her Amy. Isn't that, the, isn't that the lizard brain? Yes, yes, it's your fight or flight mechanism, right? And so if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling threatened, 
right? Then Amy's like, I got you. We're not going to let that happen again. And I'm going to put these protective barriers into place. Mm. Now that protective barrier might be an inflamed gut to keep you from doing the thing that you love doing, but you're getting criticized for it. Does that make sense? Oh, I, I totally agree with you because uh, there's another great book. We were just talking about this on the last podcast. Uh, I know you have, I'm guessing you know this woman. Um, I'm just blanking on her name right now, but she wrote the book, The Five Second Rule. You know no. what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Mm, I got to look that up here. We're going we're gonna to Google that, ladies and gentlemen, because I can't give that up. Um, oh, Mel Robbins, best-selling author, The Five Second Rule. Well, part of the underlying principle of that book is, back to your point, a lot of times our brain is there to protect us. The amygdala, that, that piece of our brain, That's the, it, this is going back to whether we're talking about paleo or not, like the paleolithic era, the caveman in us, the lizard brain. 50,000 plus years ago, yeah, it's, hardwired it's, into our brains. Exactly. We're, we're programmed at the chemical level, at all so many levels. It's there to protect you. So part of her book's concept is when you're making powerful decisions in your life or you're, you're faced with something, it's like, you know, count to five. Give yourself five seconds to get through that instantaneous natural response transition and then make a decision interesting concept so yeah Yeah, because it's all in how you react or respond right we can react that knee gut react that that knee-jerk reaction Mm. right or we can pause and then we can thoughtfully respond Mm -hmm. and the thing that trips up so many people and i've worked with people all around the world scott is that when we have that event that happens to us we make a decision about ourselves. We're good, we're bad, we're right, we're wrong, we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're different, something's not available to me, whatever that is, right? Because of how we respond to the event. And so the work that I do essentially helps people rewrite that response, that belief that they have based on an adult perspective versus the child perspective when they typically made the decision about themselves. And you can choose a different response that eliminates the emotional charge and thus causes the physical reactions. Well, I love this because obviously you work with executives and obviously being an executive coach and you do a lot of impact on business, but something that this, this little case that we're kind of dwelling on right now is pretty powerful because people do underestimate the impact on your youth mind. I mean, there's, she's still doing so much modeling at that age. We're not even, she's not in the phase yet of remodeling. So you, you are remodeling her, but uh, in her adult years, but at 14 years of age, that is so unfortunate. Um, and this is why I'm not a parent, but this is why I know parenting is so important. Like how you communicate, how you pass on the knowledge. And well, in this case, poor example of leadership from her father's perspective, like wrong way to lead your daughter. And that, this is why like, it's really hard to like coach your own children in anything. Yes. So I've seen yes. this cause I, I spent years as a ski race coach and I, I trust me, I've seen some parents that could not let go of the, they thought they were a coach. I'm like, listen, we're the coaches. Could you go away? Just step back. Yeah. Please, please go now. <laughs> go be the mom and dad. That's what they need you for. Cheer them right. on at the finish line. I don't need you here along the training course, yelling out to them. We're here That's as right. the professionals. You go away now. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Have a nice day. Yes. Yeah. I know you think you're showing love and support, but when your kids are with the team, it's your job to disappear. Just you're over-parenting. Go go away now. (laughs) Well, it becomes a distraction. And then the kids get worried. Am I, uh, then I have, they have to be 
um, present to two masters, right? I have to mm. please my coach. I have to please my parents. And that can be super, super stressful. Well, then and in your case, that girl, it's like, okay, and both, both masters are one person. That's crazy. Like your basketball yeah. coach and your dad. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, you used, did you work with RTT with her? So you were able to create rapid change in her or to take more? Um, yes, actually. So, um, the process that I use with my clients, I start with a two hour RTT session. I do all my work virtually like this, right? Mm. So I can work with people all over the place. God bless and technology. <laughs> I know it's fascinating and wonderful. And, and so inside of that session, we, there's a couple pieces. There's discover, rewire, transform. So we talk through whatever the issues are for that particular person. Then I take them into a, a state of hypnosis where you're really relaxed, you're conscious, you're able to answer my questions, but your critical judgy mind kind of takes a backseat, takes a little nap, hmm. which helps me access their subconscious and have a direct conversation with that part of them to get at the root cause of the, the issue, the trauma, the belief, hmm. right? And then through this process, I'm able to help them shift their belief, to change the dialogue that they're having with themselves, to rewrite the story literally. And then I create in the transformation portion, a customized recording for them that instills the new empowering beliefs, new thoughts, new habits, behaviors. And they listen to that recording every day for 21 days. And so your brain likes repetition, which then literally builds new neural pathways in your brain, yes. right? So the more you listen to it, the more you tell yourself something, the more true it becomes for you. So this process of listening to this recording helps amplify the shift in the belief. And then I follow that up with coaching over a period of 30 days total, right? So week one, we have the RTT. Weeks two, three, and four, we have these 60-minute coaching sessions, which then helps the client unpack more of the shifts that are occurring because you're essentially doing a brain detox, right? right? It's like a sugar detox. You take out the sugar and you put in the good stuff, right? Same and thing. Let's be real. Sugar is hard to break from. I, I discuss this all the time. I'm a big advocate for NSNG, no sugar, no grains. And, and they, they, it's been proven time and time again, that sugar is more addicting than cocaine. So yep. back to your point, I forget who's the author who created the, the whole 28 day to build a habit concept, which is often shared. People say, oh, it takes at least 28 days to build that habit. Really, day 30 is proving that you've done it <laughs> type of thing. Uh, so it's yeah. interesting how your program has a 21-day like repetition, 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 repetition. So you're just drilling it, drilling it, drilling it, and then you've got the follow-up coaching to help kind of bring it home and, in this example, complete that 30-day cycle. Yeah, I mean, they're listening to the recording all throughout, mm. um, throughout the coaching and whatnot. And then I'm also giving them extra tools, um, assessments, et cetera, to help amplify the success. So we're creating a mind shift, right? And then we're putting new strategies and goals for success into place. So they can literally make a quantum leap, right? So through this process, I've been able to help people get rid of um, physical ailments that they've been dealing with literally for 15, 20 plus years inside wow. of 30 days. Wow, that's crazy. It is crazy and it's beautiful and amazing to witness. So now obviously, I mean, how long ago was that case study example? Uh, that was two months ago. Oh, very recent. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, yeah. stories like this, uh, do you manifest, do you use them as, you know, I mean, obviously without hiding the person's identity, or anything else, do you do these as case studies with it across the other spectrum into the more business side? Because 
everything you just shared is obviously very personal. It's tied to someone's youth and, and how their brain had been modeled from their 14 years of age. But this carries over into the professional space too. I mean, what if you had a bad or a poor, I should say, not bad, but well, both of them, a bad boss or a bad influencer, or a mentor, or in this case, coach, right? Like this, this, this totally transcends into the professional space. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm my own case study. Like I, in my former career, I was a creative director in web development hmm. and had moved from uh, Atlanta to San Francisco at the height of the boom. It was going to be very exciting. We were about to IPO and the market crashed instead, but yet we, we kept persevering. And in over the next nine months, I essentially got bullied out of my job. Wow by some coworkers who really didn't like having a woman for a boss. And it was devastating to me. It was crushing what year and was my this? confidence was destroyed. What? What year was this again? That was in 2000. Yeah. Uh, I was in that transition. So yeah, um, I, I started, I started in the professional space young. So um, <laughs> I, I was at a telecommunications company, a startup uh, in the nineties and it made that, that transition. You're right. Back then, I mean, it still exists to this day, but it has improved a lot. The whole female professional, uh, female executives, it was few and far between back then and when I was working. But then years later, I, I moved into a, a couple companies that eventually they morphed, changed names, acquired, and they became T-Mobile. Yep. And uh, I had, once they were at T-Mobile, I'd say most, even before they became T-Mobile, one of their prior brands was VoiceStream Wireless from the West Coast. And they had many of my bosses were female. I, I, I didn't care, male, female, uh, whatever persuasion you want to define yourself as, as long as you're leading and empowering and inspiring, I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> matter, right. Yeah. Well, um, there's some pretty, uh, big egos here in Silicon Valley. <laughs> no, really? Come on. I know. Go figure. Right. And so, um, actually that's, it was, Super painful at the time, but it was a blessing in disguise because it actually led me to coaching. I was like, what do I do now? And my I was uncle, ask you that. all of his wisdom was like, why don't you get a coach? I yeah. was like, what? He's like, yeah, there's these things called career coaches now. I was like, sign me up. I need one, right? So, and it was still in the very nascent stages of coaching as the industry. And in the process of being coached, I was like, oh, this is my life's work. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I went on to get trained and certified through the Coaches Training Institute and a variety of different ways. And Is that the biggest one? I know there's so many coaching institutes now. Um, it, it, it's, uh, I just never know. Is that one of the bigger ones? So It is. It is the, the CTI, the Coaches Training Institute, is one of the original founding okay. coach training schools. So it's, it's world-renowned. Um, it's trained people are trained all over the world in it and it's uh it's great i i love it it's a very experiential learning program um and so it's a whole body kind of learning right so i'm open to some social coaching on my point of view on this little topic let me let me let's sure, do a little me. segue here is uh okay how do i describe this millennial coaches Okay. For, because obviously this show, I care a lot about the millennial generation. I'm Gen X. I'm 41. I feel it's our responsibility from my studying the millennial generation, people that I'm in my inner circle, that I'm friends and colleagues. That are, I don't care how old you are. It doesn't matter. I know some powerful millennials that are much better positioned than some Gen Xers I know. Uh, so 
I'm, I am always intrigued, though, especially on social media. You got all these, you know, I'll give you an example, a couple 21-year-olds that are out there positioning themselves as coaches, and especially when they call themselves life coaches. Love that one. And I was <laughs> like, oh, really? At 21 years of age, you're a life coach. So that's the only time I bring the age into it. I'm like, ah. Because even at 41, I would not call myself a life coach. Just me. From a branding perspective, because I'm a marketing professional, and I, I'm very, I care about brands. And so my question to you is, do you feel that a certified coach does matter? Because then you got somebody like me, right? I do not call myself a coach as of yet, even though I've been a USSA ski race coach for 11 years, certified, trained. I'm a PSAIM professional ski instructor, you know, member as well, PSA organization. I'm still currently a uh, CrossFit certified trainer uh, with the CrossFit world because I've big big fan of CrossFit for eight years now, uh, prior certified spinning instructor coach. When I was in T-Mobile, I managed 30, 40 person teams. They got rid of our manager titles, sent us in for a deep, deep dive coaching and development and turned us into business leadership coaches. So I've worked in the roles of coach. So as you can tell, I've worn many coaching hats and even yeah. yet I don't market myself as a coach, but I think I might know a few things about coaching. I'm just I not certified. <laughs> I would agree. Well, there's, you know, you, you bring up a great point. There's, there's different kinds of coaches. There's mm -hmm. a whole myriad of different kinds of coaches and sports coaching is very different than, um, executive coaching or life coaching or relationship coaching or health coaching True. because we're listening at a different level. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's not neither right, wrong, good, or bad. They're just different, right? They're not apples and oranges per se. And so my personal opinion is if I'm going to, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability mm. and going and getting certified and trained in various modalities expands my perspective. Now, the key here with life coaching, right, is for the when listeners, she did a great air, double air quote. I love it. <laughs> Life coaching. Um, I When you're going through that kind of training, essentially the biggest part of it is you're removing layers of baggage because you're learning about yourself. It's a it's like personal development on crack, quite mm -hmm. frankly. Yeah. And it's like, full, oh. full immersion. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to move your own shit out of the way so that you can show up fully and be present with the person that you're working with. Because if my, my veils, my clouds, my junk in my trunk is getting in my way of listening to you because I'm getting triggered about something that happened to me, yeah. then I'm not being a very effective coach, right? So that's why coach training, I think, is so vital. Mm. And I have to giggle when someone is says they're 21 and they're a life coach. I'm like, how much time have you spent working on yourself to get your stuff out of the way? I didn't want to say that. I was intrigued if you were going to say this. So yes, thank you. Thank you. Because that's my point. Like even at 41, I've learned and had to go through personal, not just professional, but personal development. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I think it's also truthful to anybody out there. Like anybody who says they're done developing or they've already you know broken through and they've got it on lockdown is BS. It's well, really, you're dead then. Yeah. You're on your way to dead. Exactly. You can't ever <laughs> stop growing. You can never stop learning. There's always something out there. That's why there's no such thing as the word perfection. Right. I, I, I've been, it's an illusion. Uh, it's totally an illusion. And, and, and I love your point because actually I haven't done some screen sharing yet. And uh, I, 
as you were describing that, I just like your site because as soon as someone goes to nectarconsulting.com, nectar like uh, the nectar of a bee, like uh, like like yes. hun honey, ladies and gentlemen. Um, like honey to a bee. Exactly. So like right there, as soon as you go to your site, it's are you ready to break through? Well, part of the breakthrough is your own personal breakthrough, being aware of what's going on in your own head and being aware enough to either quiet it if you're working with somebody else or maybe not work with somebody else and work on fixing your stuff first. Right. That's your whole point. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to move your limiting beliefs out of the way in order to be fully present with another when you're working as a coach. Mm. If you're if you're, say, a, an executive in an organization and you're coaching your team, it's still a different kind of coaching. It's it's cheering them on, it's empowering them, it's championing them to be the best version of themselves. But nine times out of 10, a, a coach, uh, an executive who's coaching someone is not dealing with the personal baggage that comes up when they're moving through stuff. So that's what makes my work different um, because I, I take an inside out approach to working with my clients. We deal with those deep subliminal subconscious beliefs that you're carrying around that are creating manifesting as the blocks, the spinning in circles, the lack of confidence, the lack of self-esteem that is impacting your ability to do sales, to do your work in whatever shape or form that might look like. Hmm. Right. I like that. So yeah. would you say then that in your professional space, when you have someone come to you and obviously do you work with people personally one-on-one -on -one? you prefer the group? Is it always, is it all one-on-one? -on -one? I work in two different ways. I work one-on-one -on -one with clients all over the world this mm -hmm. way. And then I have different consulting clients as well that I go in and I do group trainings with. Okay, great. So like, yeah. I, I've done that with one of my clients. I did a, you familiar with StrengthsFinder 2.0? Absolutely. I've used it many times. Love it. Love it. I, I mean, I took it years ago and I just, I just kept digging into it, digging into it. And then I, I built, a, I mean, I'm not, I don't consider myself trained and certified in it, but I, I'm quite savvy with it and I love it. So I used it in an exercise a few months back with my client with, they have a small team sales, sales rep firm looking to build people up. And I said, I asked my client, I was like, do you know the strength of each person on your team? She's like, well, yeah, they, this person, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like legitimately, do you know their actual strengths? Here's my other question. I was like, does the people on your team even know their actual strengths? And that's yep. the, that's why I love that book. I love putting people through that exercise. Um, actually, she, she just hired a new person. I said, oh, we got to go through it all over again. I was like, get that Absolutely. new person a book. I was like, we're going to go back in. We're going to bring the whole team back in again once she's done. And because it's so important. To, yeah. It's so empowering. Yeah. It's so empowering to know what if someone's at, back to your point with that girl who went through it, uh, the 14 years of age, no one ever told her what she was great at. Yeah. So if and she so would have known, been, she's been she, walking around for 15 years right? going, Oh, I'm not very good at this. And, and, yeah. and just, I don't want to say meek or mousy, but in particular areas, she would recoil. Mm. She wouldn't shine fully. And now she's able to go, Oh no, I'm really good at this. Well, I can You've do built this. up her confidence and her strength. So now it's yeah. like, if that, if that rises up, she now has the programming, like, wait a minute, I know that I'm great at this and great at this and great at this. So, okay. That's not that big a deal. That's the, that's one of the reasons why I love that tool strengths finder, because it's like, guys, like it tells you your top five strengths. 
Yeah, right off the yeah. Bat, I use I, love I use Strength Finder in combination with another tool called Talent Dynamics, Ooh. and Talent Dynamics is a, a different personality profile assessment that helps you on identify what's that place that you operate from most naturally. That's that mm. place of flow where things come so easily, you take them for granted, like breathing, right? And you combine those two tools together. So you identify what's that place of flow and what are my top five strengths? And you do that with a whole team. Now you're cooking with gas because the, the executives can go, oh, okay, instead of assigning projects based on job title they can be based on what are your strengths what's your sweet spot and then people's natural intrinsic motivation rises productivity goes up and the bottom line results are off the charts i love the fact you brought up flow because flow state or flow has come up multiple times in the past two plus years of this show and i've had episodes focused just on this topic of flow and the flow state mm -hmm. or that natural that natural release of energy that just channels you into your just soup. I don't know, supercharged. Your sweet spot. Yeah, right? I, I call uh, it your sweet spot. Actually, we were right? just recording two days ago. I was just recording with uh, Carrie Gormley of, oh, what is she? She's got a running podcast. Um, oh, the, the Running Lifestyle podcast. So I'll, I'll be airing her next week. And she we, we ended up talking about flow. And just, yeah. it's funny how often... It comes up and people listening to this right now, they'll be like, wait a minute, what if I don't know what flow is, right? So you being a professional coach, how do you like to really, I don't know, I hate the term dumb it down. How would you help people like, just be like, holy shit, why didn't I think about that before? Yeah, that's a flow state. <laughs> well, it's, I, I look at it as this, Scott, it's where your natural talents, your passion, your purpose and your values all come together. Hmm. That's the center point, right? Because when you're operating from your core values, the things that are most important for, for you, when you're operating from your natural talents, right? And you combine that with your, your purpose, your compelling why, then you're cooking with gas, right? It's that place where you get to do what you love and love what you do. And that's a big part of what I try to help people do is get beyond what they think they should be doing. Stop shooting on yourself, right? I should do this, I should do that. Um, and do the thing that your heart, your spirit is really calling you forward to do and find a way to do that and get paid well to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's the hard part for people because they think, well, I've, I've got these golden handcuffs. I've got these bills and this family to take care of. I can't just go and change careers. And I'm like, I get that. I understand it. But sometimes it's, you know, baby steps that can move you in that direction. How do you bring more of those values into your life every day so that you're honoring yourself? Because when you're honoring yourself, you feel better Then your energy rises. And when your energy rises, your frequency expands, right? And it creates a whole host of positive upward spiral goodness. And it ties back into the whole discussion earlier about peak performance, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all, all of these things overlap in very similar ways, but each of these things we've discussed today is hitting on different, you know, different little niches, but it's like, okay, well you hear the words peak and performance. Okay. Then you hear things like we said, strengths finder, find your strengths. You talk about your rapid transformation. Like it, they're all the same, but different. And I think yeah, we could probably even say to a very stretched stretch out extent. I say that similarly different. <laughs> similarly different. There we go. I like that. It's nice. But it's yeah. like, you know, consider these uh, 
you know, synonymic, like they're like synonyms, right? It's just like, okay, guys, they're, they're different, but they're the same. Because some people might hear those words, but like, you know what? Strengths might ring true to them. Or rapid transformation, that sounds amazing right now. Or, well, peak performance, like I reached my peak, my top level performance, that sounds amazing. Either way, we're all talking about personal and professional growth. It just comes down Absolutely. to how it's going to ring to you. Absolutely, right? And I've learned in, the, in working with thousands of people is that we all come up against that wall at some point in our lives, right? Um, some people call it a midlife crisis. I call it a, an awakening. Ooh, <laughs> you like hit that. that wall and go, that doesn't work for me anymore. And it's your heart, your spirit going, no, not that. Look over here, right? Mm. And, and pointing you to find a different path that is more aligned with those core values, what's true for you, right? Um, and what happens is if we don't listen to our intuition, if we're not listening to those whispers in our ear, um, the voice will get louder and louder and louder until you get sick, you hit a wall, you get fired, you get laid off, um, you get into an accident, who knows what. But those are often those wake-up calls that have people stop and go, hmm, okay, maybe I should do something differently because that's not working for me anymore. Well, and the funny thing is these all manifest also back to our earlier stuff. It's, it's all this stuff sitting full circle, so I'm loving this episode. Um, it's, it's a full circle effect back to the point of how things manifest physically, right? So you are mentally distracted, which could lead to a physical accident, right? Mm -hmm. You're mentally distracted to the point where now you're, could be just mentally stressed. Stressed triggers cortisol levels. Cortisol levels uh, trigger poor sleep, poor diet. Then that could also, all of these things could lead to, at a severe level, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, which all they're Diabetes, doing is you're just numbing it. You're not fixing yeah. anything. You're exactly. just avoiding it. And you might not even realize you're avoiding it. That's the scary part. People don't. Right, right. Well, a lot of people go very, very unconscious to themselves because they're caught in that loop. I, I'm stuck in this pattern and I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know what to do differently. And there's no hope, right? And they numb themselves to ignore the pain, mm. right? And that's where all of those issues come into place, whether it's bad health, um, illness, disease, um, different uh, addictions, et cetera. And the only way, the only way to move beyond those things is to stop and listen to your heart and your spirit and like, what's really true for me? That's why I think values are such a, a such a, an important thing for every person to really look at, right? Like, yes. what are the things that are so important to me? They're like water and air that I can't live without. And if they're not a big part of your life every day, then you need to do some realigning because otherwise it's going to come back and bite you physically, mentally, emotionally. Well, and that's the scary part, right? Uh, and that's what I love about this because you, you get this from a neuroscience standpoint. Um, you're trying to help people rewire their brains. What you just described, people have already rewired their brains just in a negative way that's right. not producing productivity or positive results. And so now it's like, okay, guys, what you actually already proved was you can rewire your brain. You just did it the wrong way. 
So now we got to back out all the bad rewiring and then rewire exactly. it again. Back it up. With the good stuff. Back it up. Right? <laughs> And and that's the point. Like the whole point of this process is like coming out of this with more confidence, more strength, uh, more aptitude to do more positive things in your life. Like people think like I've had people come up to me like, Scott, how do you do all the things you do? I was like, cause I didn't always do all the things that I do. I years ago realized that, Oh, if I want something better or different out of life, I got to work for it. So yeah, I became obsessed with personal development and professional development. And I always emphasize both because you can't have the professional without the personal. They have to, Absolutely. You have to put in the personal work to Absolutely. expect po- positive professional changes to come about as well. <laughs> yeah. Show me one person who whose job is not affected by something that's going on at home that's mm. emotionally impacting it's them, distracting. right? Yeah. yeah, it's very, very distracting. They go, oh, I've got it fine. I'm good. And like, no, you're not. You're stressed out. Your cortisol levels are through the roof. Your blood pressure is probably through the roof. So many different things. You can't separate your personal and professional life. It's, no. it's impossible, right? Which, that's coached that people need to do a better job at that. But that that that's not a simple flip of a switch. No, it's you not. Know? It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Is not I'm, I'm not going to bring my heart. personal life to work. Okay, sure. Easier said than done. Because everybody will tell you that too. That's easier said than done. You don't know. You're not in my shoes. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, we're not trying to be in your shoes. What we're just trying to help you understand is that it's going to take some work. Anything worth having in this life. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, hearing this right now, watch this on YouTube. Everything worth having in life takes work. Absolutely. The only way to hack it is people like Michelle, right? There is a possibly <laughs> a, a faster hacker. way. I love right? that. There you go. <laughs> That's the only way, yeah. right? I, I, I've been saying for years, like, I've beat myself up against the wall myself. And I pay the money and I go to these developments. Like, eventually, you reach a point where you have to have a coach. Here's something else. Ooh, I want, oh, yeah, here, perfect timing. Every good coach has a coach. What do you think about that? Absolutely. It's okay. vital because we all have our blind spots, right? We all have that little thing in the end of our nose that we can't quite see about ourselves. And so it's a matter of having that outside objective perspective to help you see what's working and what's not working, right? And then you can make changes, right? It's, it's crucial, I think. Uh, I, if you want up level, if you don't want up level, that's fine. But you know, up level. Oh yeah, Michelle, is- I'm, just, I'm just happy. Here's my question. Here's, here's a good point. What you just said, there's people out there like, I'm happy with what I have. Why do you guys, why do I have to always level up and level up and level up? And I'm like, I'm not telling you to level up. I'm just saying that life gets kind of short if you're not embracing change and trying to challenge yourself to do new things. I'm not right. saying you got to do everything I do. I'm just saying eventually you might get a little bored. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there, there are people out there who are blissfully happy. God bless them. That's great. Whatever makes you happy, do that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not happy, if there's some part of you that's like, hello, yeah. hello, this isn't working for me. Well, <laughs> and that's my audience. I I, <laughs> I I tell people all the time, like, guys, like, don't listen to this show if you're being gonna be some kind of lazy, complacent couch potato. The point of this show, what what I mean, the, the birth of Live the Fuel before this show even existed was it stemmed out of posting and pushing more motivational, inspirational content that motivated and inspired me. And I started doing it on Facebook and that's years ago. And then I built a brand out of it and built a podcast out of it. I'm finishing a book. I mean, like 
I got bored and I realized there's something more that I could do. There's a legacy that I could do. I could get through to people who actually give a shit about their future and don't want to be complacent. So again, if you're hearing this right now and you're happy and you don't want to grow or level up, then go find that, that lazy show. I don't know. I'm not, that's, that's not my <laughs> Maybe brand. Maybe that's the name of it. The, the, the lazy, lazy show. <laughs> I'm not that brand. I'm sorry. Like, uh, exactly. I'm not that brand either. <laughs> I see value when you want to unplug and relax. I, I'm guilty of that. I got to do that once in a while. I need my we balance as well. Right? That's why I had some what? yoga earlier before I got on with you. And nice. I was, it was amazing. Um, I'm starting to do that again every single Friday to break up the work day. It's awesome. But the point is, is like, I know my target audience. I don't need 500 million subscribers if half of them are just lazy. Good. Right. Go find the lazy show <laughs> or go you know, launch. Life is, life is short, right? <laughs> yeah. And you, you got to do what there is to do for you and to live into your full potential and, and share your gifts and your brilliance and your talents. And some people, you know, they hit a plateau and they're like, good i'm comfortable it's fine I'm like okay and that's cool great. that's cool that's fine yeah. but as i've said my my work is not for the faint of heart if you're ready to to up level to make a quantum leap in who you are and and what you're doing in the world then yeah come talk to me because i only want to work with people who are hell yeah right i want to do this i want to move forward well, that's, your, I wanna... that's your target audience right absolutely like, can absolutely. you imagine <laughs> I, 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 I'm screen sharing right now for the video watchers. So for the listeners, guys, we're going to talk about here in a second, um, her book, uh, breakthrough healing. I am sharing it on Amazon. That's right. Amazon, which means when you, when we dig into this, you're going to be able to like pause the show and go on Amazon and find it, or just go to livethefuel.com for this episode. And you'll be able to see the links. Cause I link everything. But the point Beautiful. is, is that <laughs> have you ever had that lazy client? Like I, I have you ever fired a client? It's a two part question. One, you ever had the lazy client? Two, have you had to fire a client? Yes, and yes. I like hard questions. No, <laughs> I, it's and I would call I would requalify. They're not necessarily lazy, but they're resistant to ah, doing the work. Interesting way of because putting that. Thank is you. Different than lazy, right? I, I will I'm, stand corrected on using the lazy on today's show. Thank you for <laughs> modifying my my. Uh, my, my choice. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, people come to me because there's something that they want to change. They want to shift. They want to morph. And they like, I had, I had one client come to me. I, I want to lose weight, but I don't really want to change my diet. And I really don't want to stop drinking. <laughs> so clearly you don't want to lose weight. I'm like, um, well, if you want to get different results then you have to do something different. Right. And she, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. And she's, she signed up and we started doing some work together, but then she wasn't doing the follow through. And I'm like, yeah. and then she's like, but it's not really working. Like, we well, can you're only, not doing, we can what? only meet people where they're at to a certain point. Right. right. I can't do the work for you. Yeah. I can give you the tools. I can help unlock things, but ultimately it's up to you to do the work. Uh, and, and so when folks get resistance, it's two things. It's, they're lazy. I don't really want to change. They said they said they wanted to change, but they really don't want to change. Mm -hmm. And or B, they're like, oh, this is more challenging than I expected. You want me to do what? And 
I have to, ha ha ha. No, I don't. And, and it, it gets confronting because then Amy, their amygdala gets all kicked up like, oh, wait, no, we said we weren't going to ever do that fight again. Or flight, so you're, your amygdala is like, whoa, back it up, Chuck. We're not, yeah. <laughs> not going to do that. And then they get mad at me because I'm like, well, it's not it's not doing what you said it was going to do. I'm like, well, because you have to do these things. And if you're not going to do these things, then you're probably not going to get the results. So. Well, And there's a lot of power to knowing when to say yes and when to say no. Or one of your little taglines is saying no with grace and grit, for example, right? So it's like there are times where you're going to want to say no in life because – Everything you say yes to means you have to say no to something else. This goes back to exactly. time, time management, what you're doing with your purpose, where you where you're getting that flow state going. But in this situation where it's like if you're creating your own nose before you've even taken any action, you're shooting yourself in the foot. That's it. Right. So until you put in enough mental reps to get over your own hurdles, I, I've I've had to basically stop working with people multiple times uh, because I'm a health and fitness nut and I've coached people on that. And I'm like, guys, like uh, no one in my family looks like me for a reason. I've committed to a lifestyle. I'm not committing to a diet. I hate the word diet. I said this many times in this show. It's become a bad four level word. It has become symbolic of short-term mindset. Mm -hmm. We need lifestyle adaptations, lifestyle commitments. You're going to have your ups and downs, but as long as you have a lifestyle commitment, it's easy to get that back on the track. If you're just That's going crash, die, crash, die, crash, die, you're learning anything. I'm, I'm coaching a very good friend of mine right now that I told her, like, listen, I don't do friends. I'm like, so this is, I was like, if you work with me, be prepared to get smacked around a little bit. I mean, you know, not emotionally or yeah, verbally, yeah, not, yeah. not physically, because I was like, guys, like, she, she came to me. She's like, hey, I'm moving into menopause, or I've been in menopause for five years. I have 30 pounds I've gained. She's like, what I was doing is not working. And she's actually a pretty healthy person, you know. Probably doesn't need to do three glasses of wine a night. So there's 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 a there's a little sugar load right there. So I've been having her going through like my program involves detoxing and and embracing fat. And the best part, she was actually she was already doing intermittent fasting and didn't even note it. <laughs> like she she's like, oh, I don't normally eat until the afternoon. I'm like, you're already halfway there. I was excited. I was like, you already understand intermittent fasting. All I got to do is get you to extend that. I'm excited. So, but it's things like that where. Again, I I put her through a, a hard set of questions. I was like, I'm not going to waste my time. I was like, I'll, no. te I'll text you. I'll check in with you. I was like, I, I'll commit with you but because you're a friend, and you, you made a very, very important request of me. And it took a lot to ask me for help. So I respected no. that. So, uh, But some people yeah. Absolutely. That's why, you know, I, I have a complimentary discovery session with folks who are interested in working with me. And there's a set of questions that they have to answer first. And then when they say yes to working with me, then there's another set of questions. <laughs> because um, I have to get at what's really at the underlying of the underlying of what they're really trying to work on. Mm. And then ultimately, I pull out my magic wand. You, you showed that them. to me earlier. What was yes, that? Yes, it's okay. very magical, my magic wand. It's very colorful. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, you can watch this on YouTube, but she doesn't it have a very colorful wand. It has all the chakras. Wand. It's going ah, to be my baby, dear friend. Okay. But anyway, um, it's really like, okay, well, but given all the information that they've given me, and this and that, I want to I lose weight. I want a better relationship. I want to heal my relationship with money, whatever it might be, right? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, what's the one thing that you want to transform today? They're like, hmm, okay. And nine times out of 10, it ends up being something different than what they originally presented with, right? Okay. So I like that. So, yeah. I mean, because we are approaching towards the end of the show here, I want to make sure we hit on a couple of things. One, 
You got your breakthrough healing book on Amazon. Two, you've got two, I'm going to have these linked in the show notes, guys, two different ebooks that depending on what you're looking for, I don't know, go one way or the other. I'll let Michelle kind of clarify this, but you got one, you know, saying no with grace and grit. You got another one tapping your power and presence. So, and then obviously you got the book on Amazon, you know, breakthrough healing. So let's clarify those three. Is there a step-by-step process? Is there a flow here? You got all this wonderful knowledge available. Uh, if I'm sure. somebody hearing this right now, where do I go? <laughs> uh, well, you can start by, by going to the brain candy section on my website. Cause brain all of this candy. Is there. Oh, yes. Go to there. the brain candy. We're, we're going to go back into some screen sharing for the video. <laughs> peeps. I got to go um, find this brain candy. I didn't even, Oh, I skipped over that. What the heck? Yes, there you go. I brain candy is right in the toolbar. I have all sorts of goodies there. Okay. Free goodies for you. So, um, my book breakthrough healing is available on Amazon. All the proceeds go to uh, the children's hospital, um, just because. Oh, I you know. missed that part. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a for-purpose business. I dedicate a percentage of all my income to not-for-profit yeah. activities. So, so this I'm is a, awesome. I'm a B, I'm a certified B corporation as well. Ooh, you got yeah. me B. I might have to consider that. But yeah, yeah. So and, so a hundred a hundred percent of the proceeds or what is a hundred percent of the proceeds of the book? Yep, hundred oh. percent. Yeah, you're inspired. And that's you know. some of my artwork too on the cover. Yay! I like it. Yeah. Oh, it's um, only 15 bucks. This is, yeah. I've bought way more expensive books than this. Absolutely. And so Breakthrough Healing talks about, um, these are different natural modalities to help people heal. Um, they're healers from all around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talk about rapid transformational therapy and, and my rapid rewiring process and how that works. Um, my eBooks, um, Saying No with Grace and Grit and, um, the other one that is all about tapping into your um, power and presence. Uh, both of those have guided transformation meditations that go with them. Okay. Um, so uh, they're super relaxing and they'll help rewire your brain. Um, and so tapping into your power and presence is all about confidence mm. and saying no with grace and grit is all about realizing that you are absolutely enough just the way you are. And when you realize that you can make more clear decisions about how to choose to utilize your time and share your gifts, right? In a good way that aligns with your values and feels really good versus stressing you out, right? That is true. A lot of people are afraid to say no, and I've been guilty of it. We all are. We're human, right? We're you feel bad having to say no. And you can only say yes so many times. There's only so much time in the day. And I love hacking time management and everything else, but I'm like, I've had to, you know, in a nice way, say, you know what? Thank you. Like I, I was literally in the past six months, I've been offered percentage of ownership in two other companies. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, no, thank you. Thank you for honoring me that. And this isn't a boast. I'm just like, I got so much going on now. I can't, I, in all good ethics, I can't put forth what I feel you deserve to have me as that, as that owner, right? Like, listen, I'd rather help you grow your brand, grow your business as just as a consultant. I don't need ownership. Plus like, I'm sorry, you got to pay, you got to pay for me. So (laughs) giving me ownership of the company, I'm like, I don't care. It's not my company. It's your company. Well, anyway, whole different story. Uh, yes. The point is like learning to say no. I've never had to say that in my life. Like I've never had to turn down ownership in companies until this year. And I'm like, holy crap, I could not have done that years ago. I would be like, yeah, this sounds great. And I, 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 could, I could tell people that I, I'm a part owner in this and a part owner in that. 
And I thought about it. I was like, it would actually sound distracting. It's like, wait yeah. a minute. You know, well, I have, I have fuel like enterprises. I have lived a fuel. integrity for you too, right? because you had been spread too thin mm -hmm. and not been able to give the hundred percent that you are known for giving to your work. So yeah. Yeah. Um, if somebody says, Hey, I'm going to give you 25% of my company. I'm like, that's significant. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's 25% of your baby and thank you. But my God, like I, ethically and integrity is like, uh, wow, I know I don't have enough time in the day to give you what you deserve for that. Right. I'd rather see Absolutely. that equity be invested in another person that brings a different strength in or that could be there in your day to day. Cause I would have been just a, a removed consultant anyway. I'm like, nah, that'd be crazy. So, uh, interesting. I never had to do that before. So I thought it was fun mm -hmm. since we're talking it's about this. It's a good no. problem to have. <laughs> I guess I was surprised too. Like I said, I was humbled by, it. I was like, thank you so much. I, yeah. It was so and warm. And for you that you were able to clearly see that. Thank you for honoring me. And no, I really don't have the time and space to do that. Well, and part of my vision is that one of them was a brick and mortar style business. And I'm like, I've said this multiple times in the podcast. I have zero interest in owning a brick and mortar business. Um, I'm, I'm online. I'm virtual. I want to be able yep. to. Uh, I, have a, I have a slogan you'd appreciate. I call it the freedom trifecta. I want the time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. So Amen, I, can, I can take my laptop <laughs> and work from anywhere. That's what Amen. I want. So that's it doesn't align. So you have to know these that things. That computer will travel. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> you're, you're helping people all over the world from the, from the comfort of your home office. So mm -hmm. In uh, my slippers sometimes. Ooh, most of the time. Today, I actually have my boots on, but, you know. Well, I, can't, I came back from yoga, and it's it's really cold here because we are, you know, in the Northeast. You're in California. So I, I'm actually standing in a pair of slippers now. So And I, I don't normally wear slippers, but I'm very, hey, big, I'm very big into grounding. Hey, slippers are So what's that? Yes. I said slippers are the best. Oh yeah, well, I, <laughs> I mean, my, my fiance got them for me. I've never owned slippers in my life, so I was like, okay. What? I, I live in them. I, I'll walk outside and ground myself in snow. Like I do grounding and earthing, so it's yeah. I like to I like to touch the earth, man. So it's I I do too, and not with bare feet in snow. No, thank you. <laughs> I've only done that twice, just for like that cold therapy. So. <laughs> It's better than polar bear cold therapy where you're diving into cold bodies of water. I actually have a regular co-host who does that. He's he's trained in that technique. He teaches people how to go cold water, ice water immersion and all that stuff. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay. See, again, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle knows what she wants, and she's got a vision of what she uses for therapy, not involving ice cubes. Warm and cozy cups of <laughs> cups of tea. Not ice therapy. Oh, I love it. So again, ladies and gentlemen hearing this, Nectar, like the bee nectar, like honey, nectarconsulting.com. Go check out the brain candy section. Um, all the books we just talked about will be linked in the show notes on livethefuel.com for her episode. So don't worry about it. You don't have to memorize all this stuff. It's all going to be linked there or just connect, or again, just go to nectarconsulting.com. It's all right there anyway. Um, but Michelle, as we bring the show to a close, you are my guest co-host. So you get the final words no pressure. Uh, but if, if, if they forget everything else we shared today, is there, is there, and I know there, cause somebody like you, is there an all encompassing message behind everything you're doing? Um, a legacy you're trying to envision for people? Like what is it that you want to like get, leave behind for our audience today? I guess the, the simplest way to say it is 
Rewire your brain, think new thoughts and your life will follow. Because when you take time to choose your thoughts more consciously in a way that serve you and your forward movement, you'll feel better. You'll move through the world with greater ease and grace and hopefully a lot more joy. And that's the whole idea. Oh, I like that. More ease and grace. Wow. Well, listen, hang tight. Maybe your power goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we all deserve to move through life with a little more ease and grace. So again, if you want to feed your brain and you're looking to make some changes, go to NectarConsulting.com and maybe you want to work with Michelle. All right. So thanks for tuning in to another powerful Live the Fuel show. Again, we're here to fuel your health, your business, your lifestyle. So again, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. Thank you.